0: This is The Sister Squad with Morta, Nona, and Dekuma. (laughs) Nona. Nona. We'll just stop. Right. (laughs) Okay, welcome to this week's podcast of The Sister Squad. And this week we're going to talk about the social dilemma and a little bit about social media and maybe censorship. I'm not sure.
1: I was writing that down so you knew that my name was (laughs) Morta. Did I already screw it up? No, but you looked like you were confused.
0: Mm. (laughs) I walk around with my name on my hand (laughs) and a note into my chest. If you find me, return me back to my home (laughs) with my address.
2: Oh my gosh. I I got it. You guys suck. He finally listened to our podcast. He said... Your sisters suck at using their fake names. (laughs) Was that Kim?
0: Yeah.
2: Well, Well,
1: (laughs) tell him. Boo on you. (laughs) Boo, boo, boo. Okay, so, Dekuma, I just wrote her name down, and I'm going to write Nona your name down, too, so I know who you guys are, because sometimes I forget. Um, So, Dekuma and I were um, talking about how your phones listen to you all the time. before um Christmas and I like to stamp like use stamps like a crafter and I wanted so there was the my phone read my mind is like the punchline here that I was thinking about buying a stamp that said like a postmark from the North Pole because I had tried to look for one the year before and I really wanted to stamp that on the letters to Santa or to whatever I don't know And so i was thinking about it but i never typed anything into my search engine and you know i know that my phone listens to me so i had never said anything out loud i just thought it because i thought to myself i need to look that up and then i didn't and then i was busy at work or something and then the next day in my instagram ads there was a stamp set that i could buy on amazon that had the postmark for the north pole so Dekuma and I started talking about this. I'm like, my phone is reading my mind now. We've gone past that it's just listening to me. Now it's like, there's, I must have been chipped. (laughs) It's it's up the level. Yeah. (laughs) It's the next level. So she had mentioned, I don't know if if you had seen it yet
0: or I had, my students had told me to see the show and they were just freaked out by it. So high school students, seniors freaked out and I thought, well, it's worth a look. And then your nephew had also recommended this for the podcast so after that i
1: watched um it's called the social dilemma it's on netflix and it tells you that you're not hallucinating first of all yes your phone is always listening to you you're not paranoid this isn't like a conspiracy theory but also that like they are predicting what you are thinking so we started I, i started watching social the social dilemma and it starts out with um these guys Different um, executives from Twitter, Facebook, Google, and... Pinterest. Pinterest. The mm-hmm. guy from Pinterest as well. And they were the designers, like, early on in when social media was climbing. Like, 2010, 2011. Yeah. And, like, the one guy from Facebook, he's the one who discovered or invented the like button. And the... Um, and then it just they just started talking about, like, your... Your phone knows, like not your phone, but like the social media apps that you use, they know exactly how long you are on the, obviously how long you're on Facebook, but how long you like scroll, what you stop and look at, how many seconds you look at that ad, like which clicks that you click. And then they take all of that data and, and make an algorithm to better, like pretty much. They're gathering all of your data so that all of the stuff that you see, like all your advertisements are truly like they're just designed explicitly for you. So they start out like with the things that are bad and the um, there's a link, of course, in a decline in mental health to increase phone and device use like depression, anxiety, uh, suicide rates of teenagers and so then they start in the in the little video and and they put like a pretend family and a girl who's like about she's supposed to be 11 she looks older and her mom's asking her to like either come to dinner or do the dishes or whatever and she's totally ignoring her just like scrolling through her phone and and they follow that family throughout the whole um the whole program about how essentially how social media apps and they're using I mean clearly it's like a Facebook but they're using a pretend a pretend um, app and, and how it changes your behavior. So then they they bump around to like all of these different guys and you guys just break in anytime you have a thought about any of this. And Tristan Harris was the a former designer at Google and he's an ethical so this guy, his name's Tristan, Tristan, I don't know. Anyway, so they call him the conscience of Silicon Valley. In about 2010 or 2011, he found himself working for Google and personally addicted to his Gmail. Like he could not <clears throat> get away from his email and he thought that maybe this was a problem. And he started thinking about it and he's like, cause they worked at Google, right? Google Gmail, he's like, what time in L of history have 2.5 billion people been affected by what 25 to 30 white guys in a room mm-hmm. like designing the way google looks like they're shaping the in whole their world 20s. pardon me in their 20s yeah no kidding in, their, in 20s. their 20s and so he's like this is kind of a problem so he went home and he decided to make this program and it doesn't really show us the program but like a little presentation <clears throat> about how addicting Google and Gmail is and that something need to be done about it because he's like, we have too much influence, like the 25 to 30, maybe 50 designers at Google. And so he sent it out to about 15 people <clears throat> kind of in his circle. And by the next morning, of course, you know, they work at Google. It is up, like that program is up on everybody's computer. They're all watching it. And then he's like, I thought, well, this is it. You know, that day, um, Larry Page, I guess he's the head of Google at that time, heard about it in three different meetings and then nothing happened. And so, I mean, have you found yourself addicted to your phone in any of your program? And if you are, I'm sure that you are. So which programs are you addicted to? Okay. Or apps
0: or whatever? Nona? I, pro- I probably check, um instagram the most and it goes in and out like sometimes my mail mm-hmm. like just checking my mail checking instagram the news yeah the news is my well at least the one.
1: news is something like you're not addicted to what other people think of you mm, that's true you know
0: like sometimes that's... sometimes it goes that way how about you Nona?
2: Um, I'm addicted to the shiz show of everyone else's crazy lives, I have to say. Like, you are. You know it, because I send you stuff. You are. She
1: yeah. sends me stuff in the middle of the night. Every night. <laughs> I can always wake oh. up and go brush my teeth and look at some Reddit train wreck. But she sent you. Yeah. yeah.
0: I I appreciate <laughs> those, too. Uh, I, I kind of mm. jump down the rabbit hole when you send them. <laughs>
1: Like the botched sur- plastic surgeries, the crazy mother-in-law pages, oh. the
2: yeah, those those botched surgeries. Well, let's talk about as long as we're talking about that, the effect of social media. Yeah, like the these people that are having they that are having the plastic surgeries and stuff because they want to look like their the things the filters will make them like you know yeah not human.
0: Yep. I saw a show two nights ago. Um, My husband turned it on. And I think it's like something similar to maybe Crazy Rich Asians. (laughs) And it's but it's a like a reality show. And so it's these uber rich Asians that live in California. They are like billionaires. Their parents are billionaires. So there's some young people on it, you know, kind of hipsters. And then there's other ones that are older that kind of run the the hierarchy of the wealthy people that live there, but yeah, definitely billionaires like own shipping companies, real estate companies. One of them, his parents own shipping, real estate, all the malls that you would shop in in Shanghai. So these are crazy rich, but the one that but this guy has had so much plastic surgery, his cheeks stick out. Yeah, his. Nona sent me one of those. His, I, I mean, I'm looking at. It, he's young. He's got to be under thirty, maybe. I, I, he looks like a monster. I
1: looked at him and thought, "What have you done?" Well, and especially when you're at your most good-looking, like in your 20s and 30s. Like once you hit like 23, 24, 25, you really are probably like fully mature, uh-huh. and then you just look so good in your
0: 20s and 30s, mm-hmm. and then you're gonna like hijack destroy, that destroy it is yeah. that what you sent nona is just crazy
2: yeah I, i've seen a lot of uh, a lot of the people w- that are trying to get those like the big freaky cheeks you know they'll well they're doing the filler stuff he had and them. they they look like monsters yep we got you addicted to like, botched
0: years ago i watched every show of that one that was like watching people go through and do that the guy that wanted to look like Barbie Ken.
2: Yeah. Well, the sad thing is, is some of these women that have just completely destroyed themselves and they look like monsters. They were beautiful before they started. Yeah. It's like, you look at back sad. and think, oh man, people would kill to look like her. And then she turned herself into looking like a monster with a plasticky misshapen face. So yeah. sad.
0: I think what shocked me about it is that there were almost as many men as there were women like yeah but it's it's turned into where it's anybody old young yeah yeah doesn't matter
2: well you if you if you pull up the butch surgery and stuff you look at any of the movie stars it's like kenny rogers he was so good looking and he's got those like tight eyes like little teeny tiny you know when oh, the rest of your face kind of maybe sags and then you've got these eyes with this really now, tight I, I don't want to get skin. too negative about this because there's going to be a day <laughs> in my life. De Kuma's like, <laughs>
0: look, I'm not against all plastic no, surgery. I'm definitely going to be a proponent for it. <laughs> just let me know when I've gone too far. You know, we getting I'm close. I'm not against
2: either, but they look so unnatural. They've, they've destroyed their looks. Yeah. Like, even people that are older... But there are people that are older that are attractive well, you know with, they're old and their skin's you know do softer do you and, remember
0: the show with adam sandler like, when his friend <laughs> is it just go with it yeah and his friend's like got a drinking problem he can't drink anymore <laughs> he just puts water up to his mouth and it just dribbles down
2: <laughs> <laughs> Well, like what we talked about in that yeah in uh, the, the last time whenever that one in was to alan
1: Christmas is oh, yeah. the cranks <laughs>
0: Yeah,
2: crazy. He's trying to eat, and his food's falling out of his mouth, and his yeah. face doesn't
0: yeah, move. But that's definitely <laughs> a side effect of of social media and and I don't know, instant fame too. I, I there's so many avenues of it. I don't know.
1: Crazy. All right, so back to this movie. So Tristan, the Google guy, um, mentions, and then a couple of them also are saying that like how much. All these things are competing for your time, because the more time that you spend on like Facebook or Instagram or Twitter or Pinterest or whatever your social media platform is that you like, then they're making money off of you. They're adver- like the more advertising they can sell, and the more time the more time you spend looking at something, then the more money they make. And he said, "How much of your life um, will you give to these companies? Because now we are the product. Because um, if you're not." Um, If you're not, like, paying for the product, then you are the product. And then there's this hippie guy on there. Did you you see the hippie guy with, like, the big, long dreadlocks? Kind of heavier. Oh, I didn't. Yeah. So, anyway, he says that it's not even that we are the product. He says that social media, it's the gradual, slight, imperceptible change in your own behavior and perception that is the product.
0: Oh, I did see him. Because they're,
1: like, they're changing Mm -hmm. the way that you think. And that's what... Tristan said at the beginning, he's like, there will be hundreds of thousands of people who will wake up tomorrow morning and have thoughts that they didn't ever intend to think that we put there with our advertising and the way that we've changed. So I'm like, well, that's kind of scary.
0: It is because like yesterday, maybe you didn't think you needed really nice pajamas. (laughs) And Day- then today you woke up and thought, I really need those leopard print pajamas.
1: Daycom is wearing $70 pajamas. I'm just gonna throw that out there right now. $70. And I thought, that's ridiculous. Who needs $70 pajamas? Until. Until I came over and I put them, ran them through my fingers and I'm like, yeah. I need those pajamas. They are super
0: soft pajamas. Like they're not just a regular pajama. I'm coveting her leopard print $70 pajamas. And it's the year of COVID. And so, if there's anything you're going to invest in, you probably ought to invest in your pajamas and some sweats. That's all I'm saying.
2: Yeah, COVID has hit us hard in this first world. (laughs) You've got to pick which one of your your houses you want to sit in in your $70 pajamas.
1: (laughs) Oh, my goodness. Thank you, Nona. We just went to get a Coke. Right before this started, we get over there. Kuma, like puts ice in her cup, and she's getting a Coke for Katie, too. I'm filling up my Diet Coke. She shows me the ice in her cup, and it's the pellet ice. She goes, look at those. Those ice cubes aren't big enough. She dumps them out. I'm like, oh, you're right. This is what we call first world problems. First world problems. Those ice chips when are too small.
2: Ice, your free ice just doesn't meet up to your standards. No
0: no they have changed their ice machine and i'm not happy about it she's gonna go all karen on them
1: like listen i don't know what you did to your ice machine but fix it would you
0: they melt too fast and then your diet (laughs) coat gets watery there is a balance in nature and they have upset the balance
2: as she's in the maverick in her 70 dollars (laughs) pajamas Because we all go to pajamas well you gotta show them off to somebody she wasn't Somebody's gonna go in gonna she's like i can't go pajamas. in
1: i can't go in there i'm in my pajamas i'm like get out of the car now i don't have a mask i'm like i've got a spare hmm. so i put
0: my coat well, on pulled the hood on,
2: then,
0: yep i Then pulled, who's gonna
2: know that you're wearing 70 dollar pajamas
0: and i put a know? coat on with my hood on and my mask so either they thought i was a very wealthy robber (laughs) (laughs) a very well dressed not wealthy a very well dressed (laughs) robber in some sleek pajamas
1: or in her boots she looked comfy i was jealous i I only make fun because i want to be her it's not fair Mm -hmm. (laughs) that's because she wants to be in pajamas Mm -hmm. oh my gosh okay so the, the social dilemma, we move on to this PhD. She's a, from Harvard Business School and she works with like in marketing. And she was telling about that the the big Facebook tech companies, they are the richest companies in the history of the world. Like they have made more money than anything, anytime, anywhere. And what they are selling is human futures. And she says like, if you wanna sell certainty, which is what they're selling, um, then you need to have great predictions. And if you want great predictions, then you need a lot of data. And that's what they are like, you know, they're harvesting. They're harvesting everything that you look at. Every single thing that you ever do online is stored somewhere in Google, Facebook. How scary is that?
2: And Amazon. I know. It's frightening. It is just frightening. It is. You know, you're looking on social media and you're just reading and you see something about some sort of doll that you use that's life-size, that men like to buy. And you think, huh? And so you're reading the article and you're thinking, where would you even get one of those? And then you think, Amazon. You can get anything from Amazon. And can you Amazon forget you're signed on on your son-in-law's account? Oh,
1: that—that he shares That's with his kids. siblings. They share an
0: Amazon account, and she looked up sex dolls on Amazon. Could you buy a so, sex doll on Amazon?
2: And I think, and I'm thinking, hmm. You know, what are the selling points? So I'm <laughs> thinking. About What are the selling points? Well, evidently how many holes they have is one. So I'm reading, and I'm thinking, this is interesting. And so so I'm looking and you think, who does that? Well, (laughs) evidently my daughter does too (laughs) because I asked her about it. (laughs) So anyway, so I'm not thinking anything about it. You know, I'm just like, this is really interesting. And it's all just fun and games. Until you know, I get off the computer and that Amazon's still signed on. And then the next person that gets on, they don't know it's not my son-in-law; it's his sister, and they're trying to sell her sex dolls and fifty-gallon drums of lube. You know? <laughs> so <laughs> on a shared Amazon account, oh.
1: I wouldn't look it up on my own. You I'd know. be afraid they'd come and like.
0: I don't know that was a rookie mistake right there
2: Here's oh my gosh the thing. Here's uh, the other thing. it's like you know they're not gonna ask him about it she's not gonna <laughs> think oh it's probably his mother-in-law that's <laughs> who's looking at those no she's not gonna think that so i finally had to tell him Listen, dude you need to just put it out there and let everyone know it was me <laughs> oh yeah they're thinking so they he's think looking you're a he's looking for uh, you know, I don't Shopping with your Christmas bonus, you know? So my
0: question is, is how much is a sex doll on Amazon?
2: I can't remember. Thousands. It's been been a year, a couple of years ago. remember
1: that we podcasted
2: about that crazy guy that
1: was in love with his doll in the shower? (laughs)
0: Let's not go
1: there.
2: Okay. (laughs)
0: We're done. Moving on. But now it's showing up in all of your apps. That's what I love is the the sharing of information from one to the next. I look up a phone case on Instagram and Facebook showing me phone cases on the ads on the site. Well, at least Instagram and Facebook, you
1: know that they're owned by the same companies now. And then Amazon pops up with it. But Amazon,
0: yeah, it's all the way across every device. Because Google. So we watched in class, I had my current events kids watch Amazon Empire. And it's crazy how that has grown and I, I I had gotten the first year, like the first day probably that they offered Amazon Prime. I told my husband, "Um, we're paying for this. And he just couldn't believe that I would pay for that. And I said, two deliveries this year and it will pay for it. And he just kept thinking, no, this guy's, there's no way. They're going to go bankrupt. They can't do that. And so when we watched it, he took a hit he he had to talk his investors into going without any money without making any money for seven years and told them amazon prime was gonna work you just have to trust me trust me and sure enough it did but what the show went into it was a pbs frontline series it went into how much um Uh, what Amazon owns, like and how they control their website. And then it went into the web servers that they own and the servers that they own. Everyone uses Facebook, Instagram, the CIA, the government. (laughs) I mean, they, they own all the bandwidth pretty much in America. And if you want to have a platform some way, somehow it's going to go through their servers unless. And how they don't break
1: that up as an antitrust
0: violation. I will never know. Well, at 1159 yesterday, they remembered that they have a delivery service and they offered that to Joe Biden to deliver the vaccine to America because they didn't know it (laughs) a month ago when Trump got the vaccine. They remembered at 1159. Like, Like, Hey, wait just one minute. I can't believe that. But yeah, so very, very powerful.
1: That is insane. Insane. Um, So one of the things that they were talking about is like, so they talk about the guy who figured out the like button and then they talk about how, um, on, and we're just talking about Facebook right now, that they could control the advertising to control human behavior. And he said, it's imagine it's like a little dial and you can turn it up any which way you want. He's like, when we figured out tagging people in a picture He's like, oh my gosh, that was crazy. People were all over that. Like, Susie just tagged you, Dekuma, in this picture. And he's like, you would get an email back in the day. You would get the email notification that Susie tagged you in a picture. And notice that the, they never put the picture in the email. It requires you to go over to Facebook, open up Facebook, and see which which email has tagged you or, or which picture you're tagged in. And so... Um, so he's like, the, imagine a dial that Mark Zuckerberg said one day, we need more. I want more users in Korea. And he's like, turn that. So anyway, so he had the power, Mark Zuckerberg had the power to like, on that day, get more users in Korea. And that seems pretty scary. Like that's a lot of power. So anyway, we go back to the hippie guy, and he's like, um, "The we're the Gen Z, you know, the kids that are coming up now. He's like, their whole generation is going to be built on all of their social interactions and everything are built on this social
0: media that's also built on deceit.
1: Like the, the things that they're seeing are being manipulated.
0: Right, everything's tailored just to you, to your likes. So everyone lives in a bubble. Yes, you only get more news according to what you believe in and yes. what you like. And then it just it just keeps sending that to you because that's what you like. That's gonna get more advertisers. That's gonna get more likes. Um, and so it polarizes the country. Yes. Definitely it, polarizes the country and keeps people going to each side further and further and believing that the other side is very, very wrong. And you're finding less and less common ground in the middle. Yep that's exactly so the neuroscientists that um
1: all of these like facebook people designers and google and pinterest or whatever went to this stanford class about changing human behavior and they were talking about the neuroscience behind like you know when you pull down on either facebook or instagram or whatever and then you get like the little refresh circle and then something new pops up and they're like if you keep doing that Sometimes something new pops up, sometimes something, you know, sometimes it stays the same. And they're like, that's the exact same, like, psychology that slot machines use. Hmm. That, like, it's hijacking, it's like an intermittent reward system that you'll just keep hitting that button forever, hoping that you'll get a reward, like... How many times have you been bored at church or something anywhere and you're like, this is boring. I need a dopamine hit. You don't know that that's what you're thinking, but you're like, where's my phone? Let me get it out and look at it because something interesting might pop up. And so like they tailored all of their apps to do this not because they wanted to make you a better person or really necessarily entertain you. They wanted to keep you on their platform because the more time you spend on their platform, the more money they make. And we're clueless. They, The one guy said, we're in the matrix and this is like a prison experiment, only we can't get out because we don't know. We're, we don't even know
0: we're in prison. The The thing that I find frightening about it all was, first of all, that they tailored everything in the 2016 election so that they could influence the election, whether or not they meant to. Um, it was happening. So you're going to influence one way or the other because of how people like certain things. Yes. If I'm a conservative, I just keep getting conservative views. If I'm a liberal, I keep getting liberal views. But then what happens when you want to influence an election or society or change the way people think. And so we've had that discussion now for four years and gone back and forth over it. And then just now we go to censorship and, um, whether or not you agree or disagree with the censorship of President Trump is not really the issue, right about him. The issue is is that you have a platform that had the power to silence the President of the United the States, President of the United States, and 74 million followers. So the most like air quotes, the most
1: powerful man in the world used to be the President of the United States. Well now it's apparently Mark Zuckerberg. And, and Jeff Bezos and all of Twitter, the other, yeah, and just, the Twitter guy, Jack
0: Prosby Jack, Jack <laughs> with a D, Dorsey, Jack Dorsey. <laughs> yeah, um, whatever. But that's, that's what's kind of scary about it. And, and when, when they did that, and you had Angela Merkel from Germany, and you had Boris Johnson from the UK, and you had Macron from France. You had world leaders from everywhere saying, uh, whoa, slow down, what is going on? This is wrong. And they just doubled down because they could. Yeah,
1: nobody there to stop them. And which is why I firmly believe they need to be broken up into teeny tiny little pieces with and have to sell things off. But I, how would you even do that? It's not like, like, do you remember Mountain Bell? Like the Bell company yeah. had to be broken up. How do you do that with Facebook?
0: Well, Amazon, again, controls all the servers. So any new app that tries to pop up, which was... Like Parlor Miwi we is a new one um i can't even think of all the little ones that and they are just out there deplatform platform them and just take away their bandwidth take away their platform their web services are gone i tried to update because i had up i had downloaded parlor like i don't know
1: three or four months ago and so i heard that it was gone so i went on parlor because i thought well someone's like well it's kind of like it's a flappy bird type of situation if it's on your phone you can keep it but if <clears throat> you can't update it because then it'll disappear. So don't update the app. So I went on Parlor to see like after they had deplatformed like they took Trump off of Twitter and Facebook and all the things. And then the next day before like a preemptive strike, they just deplatformed Parlor Parlor. So I go on Parlor to like see if it will go like if I if there's anything on there. And it wouldn't even connect to the server. So like you couldn't even refresh. There was nothing to no. refresh. So
0: Friday, Google Play took them off the app, off their store. Saturday, Apple gave them a warning and they were gone by Saturday night. And if Apple had given them a 24 hour warning, like moderate your comments or else you're gone. So Apple took them off the app store. And then Sunday, Amazon took their web services away, told them they'd have to find someone else, which there is no one else. And so they were gone. They didn't have anywhere to go. He's like, we are a 500 million to a billion dollar company that disappeared overnight. in, in from Friday to Monday, they were gone and out of business. And they're back, though. And so they they found someone to host them, but kind of on a limited basis. But that was that's the scary thing. That was kind of the power that I
1: think that they because they're back on Google Play. So I think that they are, let's see, I've got, let's just
0: pop over to Parlor. So when, when the election was going on with my current events kids, we were talking about censorship and I had them on, I told them to pick whatever platform that they use. I said, get on there and try and share a Hunter Biden story. And I, because it was the week before the election. And so they were censoring anything that was conservative, anything that might, um, like that they felt like was misinformation from the right that would affect the election. And so of course that isn't being done both ways though. So anyway, so I just told my students, you're gonna have to go to like BBC news. You're gonna have to go to international news because America's news is not carrying any of these stories. So they go to international websites. They find stories on Hunter Biden because they're out there everywhere, but in America, oddly enough. And I said, okay, now share this on whatever platform you're on. So I had kids sharing it to Twitter, to Instagram, to Facebook, and what am I missing? I feel like there was Snapchat. something else. Oh, Snapchat. Um, most of them, some of most of them were removed in under three minutes. Some of them were removed with instantly. Like they shared it, it was five seconds later, and it was gone. Um, some of them made it up to about eight minutes but within 10 minutes every one of those was knocked off of there and put there's this either like goes against our policy or this is disinformation and this wasn't this wasn't a funky right-wing crazy site this was BBC. the british broad, broadcasting company like yeah. yeah these were these were big sites reputable and so that's that was my issue and i've had issue with it since then well since 2016 but and the update parlor's gone again it was it was back
1: reinstated like i just tried to refresh it and it's gone and it was parlor had been reinstated for a couple of days since january 1st or 2nd or whatever then it was taken down but it's gone again you can't and i've got a samsung phone and uh you know i use google android services so google play store is where it comes from It's insane. Well, the funny thing is too, as long as we're talking about the election. So at the end of this, after they've talked about all the neuroscience and how they legitimately can, so Mark Zuckerberg wanted more followers in Korea and he turned up the advertising, turned up like they will ding you with like, oh, Susie tagged you in a photo or Susie's near you right now because all the people have their GPS set and if you have notifications and your phone dings and you pick up your phone and you look at it. And which I think like a lot of this was earlier, like 2012, 13, 14, 15. I have notifications turned off on just about everything like, but so he was able to absolutely, because he wanted more Korean followers on one day, he changed the algorithms and he got what he wanted. So, then they talk about all of that, and then it goes to Mark Zuckerberg being interviewed. (laughs) And And the interviewer says, so do you think that Facebook influenced the 2016 election? And of course, we all know now that we've just seen all of the evidence. Of course, the answer is yes, whether it influenced it for good, for bad, or indifferent. And you see him just like pause, and his eyes just like, he goes, well, I think that there's a lot of things that influence. So we never answered the question. Because the answer is, of course, yes.
2: Because he to, he's either have to lie or tell the truth, you know, and the truth he doesn't want to admit. But you know, you know that they did just because I, I think just because of all the stuff that I saw, like, because I'm conservative, all the stuff that I saw that I wasn't looking for, you know. Well, and what if they had a, like serious push on that stuff because I was seeing lots of, um, I was seeing lots of Democrat stuff, you know. Well, and the other thing in is, two thousand sixteen, right before the election, is that if you were on the
0: left or on the right, you now only heard the voices from the left, and so you, if you're on the left, you only heard the left, and so then it's like you don't think that people on the right exist. You think that they must be crazy mm-hmm. right wing. Uh, white supremacists and if you're on the right you think that any liberals that exist are crazy antifa you know just out there it wasn't antifa at the time but whatever but just you know trying to overthrow the country anarchists and so it it never not i unintentionally to begin with but it just took away the middle ground like it just kept moving people further and further away and to where we're at today right but the, I mean, let's be honest, the good news is, is that we still have our apps and I still am addicted to them because, right. like, I just get on and I think, what do I do? I was sitting here thinking about what do I do with my phone? Well, I like to shop. I do too. I shop well, a lot.
2: A lot. And the other good thing is, after, after the run on the Capitol, we know there's plenty of, uh, right crazy people as well as as left crazy people. Because up until that, I hadn't seen any right people, you know, protesting and doing much of anything. Well, you know what they said, so So, like this
1: was just down like the same rabbit hole, was that like, because Facebook controls your newsfeed, you are almost unable to be objective. Um, There was a, Mm -hmm. uh, like, how can you always think people on the right and on the left, the Dems and the Republicans, think, how can those people be that stupid? And like, because we're more divided than ever, because people don't see all the information, as Dekuma was saying, the news media, again, they're trying to sell your attention to advertisers. So they're not going to show you, there's no incentive for them to show you something that you're not interested in, because you might turn your phone off or you might click something else.
0: Go somewhere else. And
1: And, and there's no such thing as news anymore. Well, and then the other thing they said is that fake news on Twitter, fake news spreads six times faster than real news. And so the system is biased toward false information. And then they showed some basketball player, I don't know which one it was, who like went down a YouTube rabbit hole and he was a flat earther. And then like some... (laughs) And then he's on this talk show. He's like, I really believed it. He goes, I just got stuck down one of these Facebook rabbit holes. And he's like, I'm so sorry for... Like, anything that I said that led anybody astray. And as as he's saying this, they're, like, sending it out on, like, either Facebook or Twitter or I don't know, whatever. And in the comments immediately, the round earthers got to him. That's what the comments said. <laughs> the round earthers
0: got to him. <laughs> like, holy shiz. <laughs> he's been owned. Yeah. The, the, there was, think about the conspiracy theories. There was no moon landing. But, yeah, you can go down some of those. <laughs> Pretty deep. Pretty deep. Mom's been down a couple. <laughs> I may have had to talk her off a ledge. There, there was one that uh, my, oh, I probably shouldn't even say, but a friend was talking about why they shouldn't get the vaccine. Because there's going to be a chip in it and they're going to track you and i'm like oh my gosh the best tracking device in the world is that phone that you don't turn off or put down 24 hours a day (laughs) they know exactly where you are they don't need a chip they've got one (laughs) it's your sim card you moron yes (laughs) they know exactly where you're at and trust me they don't really care (laughs) they don't (laughs) care
2: about and you know people are always like because i'm always just like well who cares if they know, you know, what I'm looking at? I don't care. <laughs> Even on Amazon, I'll own it. <laughs> but I, it reminds me, you know, when we were in church, do you guys remember the story about like your name, like keep your name, like honor your name and yeah. keep it clean? Yes. You remember learning that? Yeah. And I always just thought, well, you know, and way back then it was like, oh, well, cause you know, you're just thinking, oh, you want a good reputation. Now, like when we were younger, you know, like how would you like have anything you ever did showing up? Oh you know, gosh. anything you ever did when you were younger, because that was before me. I'm so grateful, you guys. Yeah, I am so grateful that it
0: didn't exist. <laughs> right. I was
2: young, and now, and now, like anything that you've ever done can be can be pulled up. I mean, you think about like you had a camera. <laughs> if you were taking pictures of yourself naked, you know, you had to send it to the shop, you know, you had to take it in and they print it out and then they look at it and give it back to you.
1: (laughs) So nobody was going to do that.
2: Yeah. Only the exhibitionists were, you know, were taking pictures of themselves naked. The normal people weren't doing that unless they could develop in themselves and they wanted, you know, pictures but but now you know you got girls taking pictures of themselves and sending them off as if it's there like this feeling that it's private. Well because, the other thing you know, is not only the, the feeling that it's private
1: is that it's been normalized. Yeah. Like that somehow it's been normalized. See and now speaking <laughs> if, of the big brother that, my that if you phone don't is listening to me all the time and I can't figure out how to turn it off.
0: But, if you don't send pictures there's something wrong with you. Yeah. The pressure uh-huh. to send send nudes is, yeah, enormous.
1: Yep. Well, yeah. and, and I was. <laughs> what'd you say? You prude. Mm-hmm. You prude. The the one thing they were talking about, like the you know the generation that's coming up who has had a cell phone since they were eleven or whatever, is that um, in children, especially girls, they talked about girls that. The percentage of girls who've harmed themselves, like cut themselves or whatever, has increased 62% since 2011 in the age 15 to 19. But in ages 10 to 14, it's increased 189%. Wow. And then in the same pattern with suicide, girls 15 to 19, their suicide has increased 70%. And girls 10 to 14, 151%. Because probably girls 10 to 14 hardly ever killed themselves before now but now they're worried about this popularity like the one guy said that um, the likes make you feel popular and liked and loved or whatever but it's a fake brittle popularity it doesn't really count it's not real and so then if somebody doesn't like you and you're 11 or 12 I mean when you're 11 or 12 you're just so dorky you're just barely hitting puberty and Oh my goodness, it's such a hard age anyway, but then if you've got people telling you you're ugly or whatever they're telling you online, I can imagine that it's terrible.
2: Well, then pretty soon, you you know, you're taking pictures in your underwear to get likes, even if it's the boys, you know? Yep. I mean, let's just say, I'm not getting any likes on mine, though.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Such a dork.
2: Well the one I'm sorry I just had to put that visual there.
1: The, the one lady was saying or I can't remember who it was that back in the olden days, you know when we were kids, the Saturday morning cartoons where they knew that children would be had all kinds of protections. like you weren't able to advertise X on Saturday morning cartoons. They remember like you can't show people smoking. And you can't show like all kinds of things that they weren't allowed to advertise. And now kids are being raised on YouTube for kids and all those protections are gone.
2: Yeah. These frightening beastards. Well, now they have they have the Amazon, you know, like the app, like the kids apps. Or- and they're like that we've seen in
1: In places where they have democratic elections, that social media has, like, it's breaking that down. Like, in Myanmar, uh, Facebook comes installed on the phones, and it was used to spread hate propaganda. And now the Muslims in that country have to flee because they were being killed, raped, murdered. Um, And so the one guy says, well, imagine a country where no one believes anything they hear. That's where we're headed. And I'm like, aren't we there? We're there now. Yeah, I'm like, I don't believe anything until I triple and double check it. And even then I'm like, well, I hope I'm right. Well,
2: Um, even the news, like, oh, you can watch a video on the news, but after they've edited it, they completely change you know, the intent or what happened, selectively edit, and completely change the story. Yep, yep. So even the news isn't really the news. There is no such thing as the news
0: anymore.
1: No, you have to be there and see it with your own eyes. Well, and then the one guy was like, democracy is for sale. Like, if you have enough money, you can come in and say, I want to manipulate this. I want you to steer this group of people in this area to see this, that, and the other. And he's like, do we really want that? And both Marco Rubio and Jeff Flake, they showed clips of them talking in Congress about how divided we are as a country and how... If everyone has their own set of facts, is this was what Marco Rubio was saying? Then there's no need to have any conversation if we can't um, agree on what is true. And they said the one um, social scientist said because then they like go to a Mark Zuckerberg clip and he's like, "Well, we just need to change the algorithm." And she's like, "AI is not going to solve this problem. This Mm -hmm. is not." This and is he's a people such, problem. He's such a nerd. Like, it's like, would you come out of your yeah. cave?
0: He's antisocial. He's just awkward. He is.
1: And then they said the problem is, is if we can't agree on what's true, then we can't solve this. And I think we're already there. We don't have a, a belief that everyone ascribes to of what is true. Like... And what came up into my mind is that the like the gender, which I know is super hot button and I don't want it to be political. But when you say that someone who was born with X, Y chromosomes and a penis, not just identifies as a woman or dresses a woman or wants to go by a woman's name, but now is a woman. Like, and Title IX will protect them. Right. And so <laughs> so if you, be- if you don't believe that, then... So now we have we're already there like we have a group of the country half of us who think well I don't care I'm not going to discriminate against you and I'm not going to like uh, treat you differently as far as you know be cruel to you or anything like that but I am not going to say yes you are in fact now a woman because of changing in your clothing your name. And even if you have a gender reassignment surgery, that doesn't change all of the hundreds and even thousands of differences there are between men and women biologically. And if you say that now, no, that's not true. And someone else would say it is true. And so I'm like, well, we're kind of there. So I don't see how, like, if we can't agree on what is true, then we're, we're sunk. Then I'm saying, yikes, because I think we're kind of there on some, yeah. not on everything, of course. But on
0: several issues, yeah, we're kind of there it. on on several. we have reached there. Anything you want to add to that, Nona? I think that's it. What are you thinking
2: about? As I'm sitting over here thinking, oh, nothing I'm thinking I'm tired.
1: <laughs> <coughs> so they finally they wrap up with saying like that this needs regulation. like that if you, if companies had to pay for like, If they had to pay a tax on how much data they collected then they might be a little more discreet about how much data they collected on you and maybe not every single minute that you were online and that regulate like what they're doing with that because and then the one guy was like the law always runs behind but right now
0: the law is on the side of these big companies not on the side of the user because it allowed them to grow and it and it was performing a service for everyone like you can connect with your great great grandma yes. or your mm-hmm. grandkids across the world or yeah, missionaries across the amazing world. Amazing things. But yes. then they've been protected by that section 230 and it probably needs to go away. They, and remind
1: me what that is again. I've already looked it that It just up.
0: protects them so that they would not get sued. They're not responsible for, for what things. their users post. Yes. But at the same time, then they couldn't, they really couldn't promote or or moderate Once the post. You start
2: editing yeah once you start censoring
0: yeah once you moderate the post yeah
2: you're
0: you are you are influencing so you don't get that protection it's a it's a freedom of speech protection but once you're once you're moderating it you don't get it like yeah you shouldn't get it they still get it so they're they're getting both sides of this they're staying protected under it while at the same time practicing what they didn't start out doing yeah
1: well, obviously, when they start, like, just shutting down um, your your
0: students sharing Hunter Biden stories from the BBC, I mean, come on. Yeah, that was, that was really interesting. Eye-opener for them, too, because, you know, the kids live on their phones. They're 17 and 18, and they just can't even... I, I watch them. They, they don't even know that they're on them. Like, they're sitting in my class. I have no idea, some of them, that they're so addicted to them that they don't know that they are just sitting there looking at them and I'll say put it away and they'll be and they're not mad about it they're like oh okay they'll put their phone away and honestly within a minute it's back out and on their desk and not even trying to hide it yeah yeah it's it's like it's just there I'm like um put your phone away oh oh sorry yeah it's, it well, I'm nuts. telling you that I broke up with Facebook, not all the way. Cause I'm still on
1: there, you know, a couple times a day or whatever. I like sort of scroll through the not- notifications and look at this and that, but like being on Facebook a lot, cause sometimes at my job I have like, if I have downtime, like one or two patients and they're, if the, I'm busy, I'm busy all day. You know, if I'm, if I've got lots of patients, but sometimes I'd have like a couple patients and they're like chilling like villains, you know, they don't need me after noon And I've got all this time, so I'd be on my phone with this or that, but around the time of the election and all of just the negativity and then we're, everybody's got coronavirus, pandemic fatigue, like we all want to kill each other or ourselves because it's just never ending. I really had to take a break from Facebook and then I'm on Instagram still too much, clearly too much. But I started following, like, the crochet hashtags, (laughs) golden retriever puppies, um, I'm trying to think. And then some of the funny mom and dad accounts, like, that have, like, little funny mom stories or whatever. That And then all my scrapbooking stuff that I don't really engage a lot with either political stuff or even my friends. Like, I'm not even seeing my friends' stuff. Like, I'm not seeing anybody's stuff. I'm, like, and I'm shopping. (laughs) Not for $70 pajamas, though, <laughs> that match your watch. Well,
0: you should. <laughs> Gosh. Swanky, swanky jammies and a matching watch band.
1: Seriously, Nona, the only thing that she needs now are silk pajamas and a... What's the little jacket that they call that...
0: Oh, I don't know. Maybe a kimono? <laughs> no, the coat that the, the oh, Playboy uh, guy wears. The gold oh, what is it? A leisure Lights jacket? Over. No, it's a uh, something... What is that called? A smoking jacket? Smoking jacket. That's what it is. I need a smoking jacket. <laughs> I take my rest and relaxation seriously, as you should too.
2: Um, um, I believe I do. <laughs> I, I, I change into new night.
0: We want to thank everybody for listening to the podcast. Um, If you want to listen to the bonus track, there are some funny things about Zoom fails that we've had. And also right here at the beginning is where we devolve into shopping and prove the social dilemma correct, 100%. It was just like that. We're doing a podcast and then all of a sudden we're shopping on our phones. So anyways, thank you. Stay tuned till next time.
2: Yeah, I'll just move my little mouth thing away from my mouth. I know that it doesn't pick up very much because I talked about my bum in a team meeting to Kim when I thought I was muted. (laughs) Okay. Remember
1: how we had to bring this to the air. Go ahead, um, Nona. Tell us about your Zoom fail. No. (laughs) (laughs) She's not going to tell? I thought you were going to tell. In silence. Oh, I'm
2: not telling
1: that. I am not telling that. I will tell our sister after we stop recording. It was so funny. Oh,
0: wow. Let's just say
1: that she had a Zoom
0: fail, a big one. Oh, my gosh. I can't believe you're not telling.
2: Okay. You know how people that have started teleworking, like the one lady that took her phone in the bathroom? Oh, yeah. You know? I felt bad for her <laughs> because her that goodness. is something I would do. Yeah. <laughs> with the whole people watching oh well i had it i had my i was in a team meeting with my brand new team so i don't know any of them you know just a couple and um i thought i was muted but she wasn't oh, <laughs> oh my god spoiler alert she
1: wasn't muted
2: <laughs> my husband came to my office door and he can't come in because you know um I have confidential information. So he stands at the office door and you know looks in so that he can't see my computer screen. And so <laughs> he said something. And I wanted him to clean the toilet seat. And I said something about toilet, the toilet seat. Sitting on the toilet seat with my bum <laughs> talking about my bum. And then as I look down, I realized my mic is not muted. <laughs> oh my gosh. We're in a team meeting with all these people and training, and I am just like a sick. So I put my mic, or I realized that my microphone was pushed up, you know, swiveled up towards my head. And you know that moment, you just kind of would <laughs> rather not know. Yes,
0: you, you just <laughs> pretend, and know? everyone in the room is going to pretend with you. Like they're not going to make <laughs> eye contact. No one's making eye contact. <laughs>
2: Okay, but I have no eyes because, you know, of course, I'm not looking. We're just, it's audio. Oh. So I waited and I thought, okay, I will ask one of the people that came over from my other team with me. So I messaged her and she says, oh, I didn't hear anything. <laughs> I, I was like, not pushing. Okay, great. Nobody heard anything. So so I didn't want <laughs> anyone to know about that. It was, um, embarrassing experience except for everybody that listens to my podcast. <laughs> Except for
0: (laughs) everyone else. Got it. Got it.
2: Oh, my gosh. Oh. It was really funny. But he did clean the toilet seat, so, you know,
0: I guess it was worth it. I'm trying to think. Like, I got my master's, what, eight years ago? Yeah, yeah. And that we – it was – I mean, we – it was online. It was Zoom, and so they – They were like top in the nation, Southern Utah was, for online schooling. And now I know why, because they did all this that long ago. And I just remember we had a meeting one night, and these are all professionals. Mm -hmm. And so we're in a Zoom meeting, and Julia (laughs) is laying on her bed in her pajamas, (laughs) just rolling around on her bed on this Zoom call. (laughs) Like, does Julia not know... That we can see her? That we
1: can see her? We're in her bedroom with her. Yes.
0: <laughs> so I have a friend on the line, and I'm like, Yo, Tiff, Julia looks really comfy right now in our private chat. And we're dying looking at this woman who is in here with professionals. And I know what her jammies look like. And her <laughs> comforter.
1: Well, like the guy that... Like the meme online that was like... It's 2020, so of course, my wife comes crawling into the room, hits me on the leg because she wanted something out of the filing yeah. cabinet, but he was on a video call, so she knew where the,
2: the, camera, <laughs> the camera
1: was, and then she
0: crawled backwards out of the room. Yeah, mission impossible.
2: You know what that reminds me of? This is so terrible. Of me to say it. <laughs> <laughs> my mother-in-law. She had some dental work done, <laughs> and so she had uh she had like something like that she could take out while she ate, you know. And she was just so embarrassed of it. It's like wasn't a big thing, but we were at one of those. I can't remember. Oh, it was the Ponderosa, I think. Do you remember that eat out place that was yeah. like a buffet oh, yeah. I think it was called yeah. Ponderosa. It was over there uh, by the Burger Bar. <laughs> so she told me this she went in there to eat and she ran into mom and dad she saw mom and dad she didn't run into them she saw them there because they eat there also and when they were eating she had taken this thing out and put it in the napkin on the table you know so that she could eat, but then she forgot it when she got up to leave, but then she saw mom and dad. And she's so funny. It's like she doesn't want to see him in case she has this thing out of her mouth. She crawled on her hands and knees over to the table. Her because
1: that's so inconspicuous.
2: Because that's so inconspicuous. And I just heard laughing thinking that's it so would be fair. so much more inconspicuous just to walk by and grab it, you know. <laughs> <laughs> you know, the Lucy and Ethel. I can see her doing it. She was just she was just <laughs> waiting for, you know, an Ethel I her mom was her ethel, you know, <laughs> the time they went on the escalator and um my my um husband's grandma had her leg amputated part of it. <laughs> so she, for some reason, thought going on the escalator at the mall with a one-legged grandma was going to be a good idea. <laughs> <laughs> I can't remember if they had a stroller, but anyway, her leg fell off. It was pandalarium. And then they were banned from the escalators.
1: But it's like, there's, there's an elevator. Who's the elevator?
2: Stories. Oh my gosh. She is funny.
1: She is a total Lucy. And
2: Ethel, it oh, completely <laughs> the, this one time. <laughs> she did hair at the old folks' so, home and she didn't want people to know she was going on her lunchtime. She went out, she went over and like the ladies, she just left her under the dryer while she just ran over to <laughs> the store that was right next door. But she didn't, I don't know, she didn't want people seeing her or something. She wasn't an employee, so she said the dryer. <laughs> And she started washing the window, then she climbed out the window, and then (laughs) for good effect, she really wanted to sell it. So she started washing the windows on the outside. (laughs) 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 Oh, she went to get her in her car. (laughs) Oh my gosh. She is so funny. She is so funny. Oh, I love her. She cracks me up. (laughs) That is hilarious. Anyway. All right, Yeah. Well, let me, I'm going yeah, to stop really worn
0: them since uh, I I do. Do you wear
1: nightgowns? I wear a nightgown that goes to my knees, and then I wear pajama pants. It's so ghetto. <laughs> like like little capri pajama pants out and about, and then I take the pajama pants off to sleep because my legs yeah. get hot. Like, I'm too hot.
0: Oh, a nightgown would wrap around me, and then I'd have nightmares. No, it's like a long T-shirt.
2: Like, Yeah. Um, I can't but do it. Like they have, my legs get they're, hot. They're not nine gowns of old, they're knit. So they're like t-shirts. It's like literally like this
1: fabric of your $80,000 pajamas. <laughs> only the shirt would come down to here, but it's higher than my my G's. And so I can't wear it around when my kids are out because it comes only to too here. High. It's a little too high. So I wear, like, random pajama pants that don't match, and then I take the pajama pants off when I get in bed so that my legs don't
0: get hot. Well, I can put a plug in for my jammies. They're Lates by Kate. (laughs) Lates by Kate. I'm Googling now. Uh, Instagram follower. Oh, on
1: Instagram. As long as we're talking about social media. As long as we're talking about social media and how addicted we aren't. I mean, we are. Lates
0: Lates. by Kate. Just how it sounds. Lates. Lates. Oh, is it late with Kate? Let's see. Lates by Kate. Yeah, try Lates by Kate. Let me, Let's see. Do you see? I see leopard some. jammies. Um, oh, that's oh, polka yeah. dot. Oh, this is them. <gasps> There's yours, the leopard pajamas. I
1: know. aren't they awesome? Yes, I'm so jealous. I gotta hurry up and follow them really quick. So, see, this is what I follow on social media. Yeah, they me so too. have my number. And you know what else? Apparently. Oh look at
0: those slippers! Those slippers. See they own Nona,
1: me. honestly, I'm gonna send these. Are you on Instagram, Nona? She never gets on
2: there.
0: Oh, but my what you cut out.
1: Instagram.
0: Are you on there?
2: Yeah.
1: All right, I'm sending you the slippers and the pajamas so you can look at them.
2: Oh there they are. Oh, oh. well, those are cute. Oh whoops, I just I don't you.
1: see you any pajamas. Hang on, I'm looking for you. I just sent them to. Day Kuma here
0: the wrong picture, is
1: it? It's like so. The one I just sent you is like green pajamas, then different color. But Look there's some purple ones are cute. But the cheetah ones, I might have bought. Or leopard, Did whatever. we just
2: start shopping in our podcast?
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh! <laughs> this is where we're at. I might have bought those ones also. She bought
0: two pairs of her $400 pajamas. They get, they, the price keeps going up every time you talk about them. <laughs> but honestly, How after do you wear them once. Oh, she talks about. They
2: look cozy.
0: They are. So you go to her, com. Reusable magical makeup. What? All right. And then
1: cozy loungewear and pajamas. For women, plus more for your nighttime routine. Okay, let's go down jam pants sets they're not they're jam oh they're 68 they're on they're sale they're sold
0: out oh
2: yeah how do, do you get can you shop from there
1: yeah you, can. you have to go to the link in
0: bio in their in in their bio there's a link
2: oh and
1: look i can
0: shop i don't even have anything to I, just it. Don't I don't do how Apple, Apple Pay.
1: <laughs> i can use google pay they own me that's this is why so sad. I better not click
0: that until I re- really are sure think about, about, about it. it. Yeah, I got to think about it. Well, I was 100% sure. Do you wow. need to fill my pants again? <laughs> Listen,
1: I want to call her bad names, but I'm trying to stop swearing, especially on our podcast. I wanted
0: her to shop because I'm in a no spend January moment. <laughs> she's She's
1: not spending. And so now I have to like shop vicariously for her, you know, yep. let's go to Amazon, shall we see what's on Amazon? I'll show you what I bought recently. Oh my
0: gosh, I bought a vacuum head. How do
2: you send, how do you send something in a message without posting it to everyone?
0: The little I don't
2: use the little arrow. paper
1: airplane looking oh, thing. Yeah, arrow. Airplane. And then you have to look for my oh. name.
2: Let's see. Oh, the thing, it says add to your story. And I thought, I don't want to add that to my story.
1: I bought that. OK. I, should, I was going to bring it over for Henry and Theo to play. Like you put all the beads in a different colors. Um, there you go. Colors.
2: Oh, did there's, you send there's something? they some for you.
1: All right, are we on Instagram? Did you send them to me too, I hope?
0: I don't know.
2: Yeah.
0: Oh, Brenda shared a product. <laughs> those are a
2: little
0: cheaper. You could send those to Chad. I have no <laughs> use for them.
2: <laughs> what the Please fresh? Tell me I used the arrow. Please tell me that only went to YouTube. <laughs> Holy shoot. Holy smokes. There is not a scenario that I would wear those. Why crotchless this? Why is this showing me crotchless underwear? I'm now I clicked
1: on it. Now it's going to show wow. me this forever. It's I hate you. It's your
0: sex doll talk, Brenda. That's why.
1: Your phone was listening to you. <laughs> Let's see. So if I go to my all little right. magnifying glass, look at all the fun stuff that I see on the magnifying glass. Like... Food. There you go, girls. Oh my gosh. Go to bed, you crackhead.
2: Godfrey. What Why she think I want to see these things?
0: I don't Maybe know. you should be sending them to Kim. And okay. he could buy you some.
1: That? I just found some little crustaceans that are crochet and they're super cute. Do we so follow funny. Irene Strange. Maybe we should. Are we
2: done recording, by the way? Oh, it's yet. still
1: going, but she can push stop. We're just.